The information, views, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are those of the individual speakers and are for general information only. Hi, welcome to the first ever episode of the Viet Youth Board Podcast, aka VYB Cast. I am your host, David Vo, and this is... I'm Veronica. So this is the first um, episode of the podcast, um, but can you tell us what... Viet Youth Board or VYB is. Yeah, so first of all, I just want to say that VYB is the place to be. But on, more, mm-hmm. on a more serious note, uh, VYB stands for the Viet Youth Board. And we're essentially a, a group of young uh, professional Vietnamese youngsters that are trying to promote the Vietnamese culture. And how are we doing that? We're, we're aiming to promote the Vietnamese culture through diverse events that, that will showcase it. We are based in Montreal. And right now our team is... Around 15 people, but we're always open for more people to join us. So if you're ever in the area of Montreal and you're interested in joining us, don't be afraid to write to us and um, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, thanks, Veronica. And in terms of our missions and goals, I think we mentioned already that we wanted to promote the Vietnamese culture to the youth. Uh, But you, Veronica, what are your personal views and goals? What would you like to accomplish during your time in, in VYB? So basically what we do right now, we, we are um, organizing some events that are um, very Vietnamese culture based. And what I would like is to really be uh, to help the Vietnamese culture spread through not only events, but also um, in uh, everyday youth and in everyday social media culture. I think it's very fair, the points that you brought up. But to add on to what you said, I, I think it's gonna, it's, it's for sure, it's gonna be, it's a work in progress. But eventually, in the long term, I would like to see maybe um, a stronger presence um, in the Vietnamese culture, and maybe, I, I, and essentially have people really be more identified with the Vietnamese identity. Because I think growing up, I, I never really felt like I was proud to be Vietnamese. So, and that's definitely something we can go into more details after. And also, I also think that uh, one thing that um, VYB could bring is also a network um, for young professionals and students to come and collaborate and make friends and also have a support system. Yeah, yeah. So we want to make uh, a community, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. A community and a network for everyone to really um, grow personally, professionally, and at the same time maintain uh, their identity and their culture. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, David, can you just tell us about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So uh, my name is David Vo. I'm currently 23 years old. I, I graduated from McGill University. I was previously a nurse, and now I've been, I'm working in a pharmaceutical company uh, in operations. So it's quite the change. Uh, it all started my second year in university when I first joined MVSA, which is the McGill Vietnamese Student Association. Um, and I think this is a lot of us are actually from that association, and we're kind of trying to uh, continue where we left off. Um, and how about you, Veronica? So my name is Veronica Lee, or Lei. I recently graduated also from McGill University last year, last spring. And um, right now I'm currently uh, working as a research assistant in one of the labs at McGill because um, I studied in neuroscience. Why I joined VYB, I also was part of uh, MVSA in my time at university. And once I graduated, I wanted to continue uh, being a part of the Vietnamese community. So I basically joined the others that graduated yeah. after, uh, before me yeah. in, uh, to, um, to this uh, committee. So 
basically this organization was created how many years ago? About two years ago. Exactly. So we're fairly new, and um, original goal with the of this uh, of the Vietnamese Youth Board was different, right? Yeah. So can you tell us like how different it is was it was before? Yeah, for now? sure. I mean, so I guess when we first started back in twenty uh, seventeen, sorry, so so about three years now, it was a very small group of a few individuals. So we didn't really call ourselves anything yet. It was, it was just very a few friends trying to uh, come up with a, with a vision, with an idea, in terms of promoting the culture. So it was always to promote the Vietnamese culture in Montreal, um, but we started by being. A coordination committee so we wanted to kind of help coordinate the various organizations Vietnamese organizations among Montreal to spread awareness so now we kind of deviated from that and we just really want to promote the Vietnamese culture as a whole and not necessarily be a coordination committee so now we'll, we're trying to really uh, establish events and build a network for young professional Vietnamese people and 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 the whole point of this is again to spread our culture to the greater Montreal And yeah, we started, I think, with three, four people, and now we, we, we built it up to 15 people, which is really great. And we're, we're continuously uh, recruiting talents because this is a big project, and big project will require uh, more, more, definitely more help. Mm -hmm. So if ever, if ever anyone's interested and you're listening to this, let us know. Um, and I also think it's a great uh, way to make friends and meet people. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, VYB is definitely, uh, we're trying to make it into a second family where a lot of us just graduated. We're not exactly sure what we want to do. So why not join this project together and build friends and networks and, and, a, and, and a community? Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, VYB is not the only organization out there in Montreal. There are many other um, organizations out there. Um, so can you tell us a bit about... Yeah, so I mean, there's there's a bunch of organizations out there. So uh, among, um, I guess I could uh, name them by their type. So the first one uh, being Vietnamplify, which is which is a huge huge advocate for human rights. And if we're speaking about community, there's Calm Down Muyek and Viet Heritage. There's Salon Kuong in Vovinam, uh, who's related to martial arts. And then you got the School of Hambang for school uh, for language. Sorry. You got the Women's Association uh, called Hoi Phu no, and then you got the student associations. Uh, among them is MVSA that we mentioned earlier, and the newly created VSA, uh, VCA, which is the Vietnamese Concordia Association. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, we have the Scouts, and I think uh, uh, pretty much everybody knows the Scouts, and one of us, actually, Tree, used to be part of the Scouts. So, so we, we have a pretty good diversity of uh, Vietnamese organizations mm -hmm. and I think a lot of them are maybe may just not be as well known as they could be so that was the purpose of us being a coordination community back then yeah and I also realized that a lot of the organizations or communities in, um, in Montreal um, are very um, some of them are also um, religious based so do you have Protestants Catholics Buddhist um, temples and churches Um, as well as a lot of um, communities for um, elderly, where they can come together and play, um, socialize and play games. So I feel that's very great right now. Um, I'm glad that while 
after I joined VYB, I was made aware of all these um, different organizations because when I was younger, I was really not aware of any of them. I was uh, I lived in the West Island before, so the Vietnamese population there was not very was very scarce, and so for me, I didn't I was not aware of any of these organizations. I was not a part of any compared to maybe other people when they were younger they were in scouts Vietnamese scouts and all that or going to church so yeah yeah I totally uh, feel you on that one growing up I also didn't really know about any of these these uh, organizations I really only know about the one temple that my mom goes to every mm-hmm. Sunday so that was that, that was pretty much the limit of my knowledge in terms of what kind of Vietnamese organizations is out there so I'm really grateful for having been in the, involved in this Vietnamese community because now I know more. So speaking of the Vietnamese uh, community and population, how do you feel about uh, its representation in Montreal? Okay, so I did do some research um, before this podcast. All right, okay, give me the numbers, come on. Okay, so yeah. in the greater Montreal, um, in 2016, there was around 38,000 um, Vietnamese people um, compared to in Toronto, where it was 73,000. So we are half of the Vietnamese population in Toronto. Mm-hmm. But we are more, a bit more, than in Vancouver. So in Vancouver, there's around 34,000. Um, and so, which I feel, we, we do know that in Toronto, the Vietnamese community is way bigger. There's yeah. a lot more organizations out there, Only not only starting with the student associations there are a lot more students association out there right now in montreal we only have two with the newly created vca yeah so i feel like we are very behind on the student association um category i feel like in vancouver although we have more vietnamese people um here than in vancouver i don't feel like it's very represented i was surprised to to see that there we have more people vietnamese people here than in Same. vancouver yeah 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 so yeah yeah so i mean if you compare our uh, vietnamese population here it's 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 we have a significant amount of vietnamese people here so our population is 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 not is not a joke here but mm-hmm. for some reason i feel like it's not that represented it, i don't i growing up i was wondering where the vietnamese people at like i always i always thought the number would be lower um you were you grew up in west island so yeah, I, exactly. I guess there was not a lot of yeah exactly know. i think in my primary school there was only one other person that was vietnamese or two yeah and then in my high school in my grade i don't remember any other people that were vietnamese really so it, I, I didn't really connect with my Vietnamese identity when I was younger because I didn't have any friends that were Vietnamese. Only when I started going more into Montreal and downtown Montreal and meeting people from here, I felt, and then also um, learning about the organizations, then I met more Vietnamese people. And I feel like there's a lot more Vietnamese people out there than that I thought. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to give you a little bit of uh, background, I grew up on the east uh, end of Montreal, uh, Saint Michel, and even there, like I was actively looking for Vietnamese friends, Vietnamese people, and I couldn't find them. Uh, so then, fast forward to university, that's when I joined. Um, but even then, even when I joined university, uh, I, I signed up to university, I couldn't really find Vietnamese people mm-hmm. as, until I joined VSA, uh, VCSA, and VSA. <laughs> Until yeah, I joined M- MVSA, MVSA. <laughs> I'm getting confused with all the Vietnamese associations out there. There's so much, guys. Uh, but I think I think one of the things too is I've I've always 
I've always wondered where the Vietnamese people at. You see Chinese people there all over the place, but where are Vietnamese people at? And I was always, I always had this idea that I was going to end up with a Vietnamese girl, but mm-hmm. I couldn't find them. So <laughs> if you also struggle with the same issue, join VYB, we'll plug you in. Uh, but on a more serious note, I think, I think uh, a part of it has to do with the involvement of the youth and the Vietnamese community. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm curious uh, as to what you would think about the involvement, uh, Veronica. So for me, when I was younger, I feel like there was no involvement from my part or um, basically because I didn't know any other Vietnamese youth. But when I met other people um, my age um, later on when I was maybe 18, they were part of like the scouts or they were part of like um, church communities, Vietnamese church communities. So I feel like they were kind of involved through their parents and the Vietnamese community Um, but I don't think that people were talking about the Vietnamese culture a lot so I feel like that's why we don't really hear about it I feel like um, we talked about this earlier but I feel like um, the Vietnamese culture is very food focused yeah so when you think about Vietnamese culture you mostly think about like pho or That's basically it, right? Yeah, Yeah, like, no, no, not even that. Like, (laughs) people don't really think that much through, like, I feel like people just know pho as when a Vietnamese um, culture. Whereas if you, now in modern Western society, when you look at um, Korean culture, for example, it's huge now with K-pop, K-dramas, like, people are learning Korean here, left and right, even though they're not Korean. Uh Like, it's really, really interesting because... The Vietnamese, uh, the Korean population in Montreal is only around seven thousand people um, in two thousand sixteen. Like fraction of ours. It, like it's a very small fraction, but somehow their culture is so big. It's not. It's not only here in Montreal. It's like worldwide. Yeah. So there is something that's a bit weird about this. Like, how can we be more proud? of the Vietnamese culture and be able to spread it more. Yeah, yeah. And I think every time I kind of tell someone I'm Vietnamese, their response is, oh, you're Vietnamese? I love pho. <laughs> it's like that's the limit of their knowledge. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's just, I guess, our culture was not really spread enough. And I think that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Th- yo, th- thank you. I think those are very good points that you brought up. Now, how we... So, so then how could we com- improve, you think? But mm, Yeah, like it's... Since it's also like a worldwide problem, like this is my point of view, obviously, when I went back to Vietnam, I think last year, I saw that even there, the Korean culture was very strong in Vietnam. Even Vietnam? Yeah, so there was like K-pop playing places, people learning K-pop dances and everything. So I feel like it's a worldwide thing, even in its own Vietnam like in, even in, a, in our own country in Vietnam that's also a phenomenon that we see um, I think it's I don't know what it was it is I don't maybe it's the Vietnamese culture is not appealing in some way to the youth mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any suggestions about how we could change this yeah I don't know I, I, it's, I mean definitely it's, it, it's a big challenge and mm-hmm. again these are our observations and our opinions so they might not necessarily represent the, 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 the actual facts and like the real answers 
But to add on to what you said about uh, the K-pop, like I didn't first of all, I, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But I guess that kind of that is that is in could be linked to how you know if you look at the recent Vietnamese pop, the popular songs, they're all very similar to Korean culture. You know, K-pop. Yeah, they look like true. it's called like, like V-pop at this point. You know, mm-hmm. it's very very similar, and I guess that's where they got their uh, inspiration from. So how is it like even our Vietnamese community are like so heavily uh, inspired by other cultures, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I think uh, in terms of improvement, I think we just, we need to be mindful and we need a balance between um, keeping our roots and at the same time um, learning and adapting to another environment, another culture. For example, here, um, I think, you know, g- growing up, my parents always put a lot of emphasis on learning French, learning English. It's very important because, you know, you want to be taken seriously. You want to go far in life. You know, my parents always worked hard and I'm sure all our parents work hard for us to have decent lives. And I think what happened is that there was less emphasis on learning our language because you don't really speak it in school. You don't really write it in school either. Um, so I think it would be important to have a balance between both. So my parents always forced me to speak Vietnamese at home So if I didn't speak Vietnamese at home, they would not answer me. So I had, I had no choice but to speak Vietnamese. Although I had like a real, like a big uh, accent, you know, ngam. I'm not sure if that's how they say it, yeah. but I'm very ngam when I speak Vietnamese. Uh, but but I think again, it's really having a balance. Um, how about you? What do you think? So how can we improve in so basically expanding the Vietnamese community and be more vocal about our culture? Um, I guess. Really, as we're continuing doing as um, one of the missions of our group, Vietnamese Youth Board, um, is to just do more events that would um, attract younger people and make them learn about the culture and make them feel that there is a community, There's a, there are other people just like them. And um, yeah, just try to really install a sense of Vietnamese identity into Maybe kids who haven't been in touch with their identity. For sure, I think I think I was one of those kids. I had no idea of what what was out there, and to add on to your point, I think it's it would be good also to, uh, in a way, spread um, awareness for all the Vietnamese communities out there. Mm-hmm. They might not necessarily be interested in our group, the VYB, yeah. the Viet Youth Board, but they could be interested in other groups like Vietnam Amplify, and VSA, um, you know, Vovinam for martial arts and so on and so forth. And I think the key is really to establish more awareness for all the uh, for all that's out there, you know, all the Vietnamese mm-hmm. organizations that's out there. Uh, but it'll be a work in progress, starting yeah. with one event at a time at VYB, exactly. I guess. And, yeah. and it's good to target the youth because basically the youth is the future. Yeah, the youth so, is the future. Exactly. And then also if, we, if um, the youth is targeted early on, Like when they were they're younger, then as they grow old, they'll the sense of this Vietnamese culture and identity will grow with them as well. Exactly, I think I think that's that's where we should start off, and that's why we're targeting the youth of Montreal. <laughs> Beautifully said, thank you, Veronica. <laughs> All, right. All right, so you can talk about the um, basically how the Viet identity is in our society. So. We talked about it already a bit, mm-hmm. but basically in Montreal or in Western culture, how is the Vietnam identity in the youth? So basically, our, from our experience, we both thought that it wasn't very strong when we were younger. 
but kids now like younger kids maybe age of 10 do you think that they have a sense of jet identity now um i i haven't seen many many kids that are 10 years old but i think if kids our age you know in their 20s you know mm. um our generation a lot of us barely speak Vietnamese they can barely that's say true. hi they can't even they can't even say fa if anything right <laughs> so i think i think that's a bit sad but that's my opinion it's a bit, it's a bit sad and that's also why i'm on this journey to promote the Vietnamese culture but i'm not sure if it's any better in the younger populations um so that's one thing i'm afraid of i'm afraid that you know we all end up growing and nobody we we lose touch with our Vietnamese language and uh, identity Mm-hmm. I myself, when I grew up, I didn't really felt identified with my Vietnamese identity. I always felt, I, I first of all, I didn't really have Vietnamese friends, and I was surrounded by uh, African Americans, uh, Arabs, uh, white people, and Chinese. I had a lot of Chinese friends, but for some reason, they their identity was so strong. Like they would speak um, Chinese in class amongst them, and I always felt like, oh, I probably need to learn Chinese if I <laughs> want to speak with them. Uh, so, so I'm I'm not sure what it's like now, but I'm definitely uh, I I don't think it's any better, mm-hmm. um, and I think we really need to 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 do something about this. I personally think that um, a lot of people our age, as they grow older, they feel they realize that their Vietnamese identity is an important aspect of themselves. And for example, for you and me, we join um, these organizations to promote the culture. Um, whereas when I was younger, I would never think that I would ever do such a thing. Me neither. And also, I really saw that a lot of people, when they grow older, they start actually speaking Vietnamese more at home. Like within my own family, there are some people when they were younger that would just speak French or just only French never spoke a word of Vietnamese but now they do speak Vietnamese for some reason it's kind of weird mm-hmm. or um, I've recently saw a, a surge of young people getting themselves um, in Ao Yai so more and people more and people um, more people are getting the Ao Yai like including myself I recently got my I have two now <laughs> I made myself two and which is like back in high school I don't think anyone had well, from what I, I I think, I don't think anyone had it. But now people are like rocking the Aoyai a lot. I still need to get mine. I think I need to. I need <laughs> yeah, to you should. To you, girls. you should. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I think I think for sure, um, as you grow older, that's when you start realizing these uh, these things that you might have been missing on. If we're talking about uh, Vietnamese identity, uh, but to also to add on to a point that you brought up earlier, if we kind of we could, if we can instill this. Uh, identity at an earlier age it, it can only get better right exactly yeah exactly um so there's also like a difference between like first generation vietnamese second generation and third generation so first generation being people who immigrated from vietnam um back then so that's his first generation yeah. second generation would be people who are born here and whose parents Canada, yeah, yeah, in Canada or, or United States or whatever. And third generation would be kids of people who were born here, yeah. basically. So basically our kids. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there is kind of an evolution of the identity and culture within these three generations. Um, what do you think about it? 
I think I think for sure the first generation will are definitely know more about the culture and the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is our parents. Um, and but I think I, I think there's a huge differences because there are huge differences because they came here with nothing. They 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 had to really work hard to build lives for us. And we were born here into this world, and we had, um, I guess, um, a lot more exposure to the the North Northern American, uh, um, I guess, culture. So part of it makes it so that we, a lot of us, are more. I'm not sure if the best way to say it, but more whitewashed because we <laughs> we've, we've grown into this yeah. society and this this. Uh, this culture so I think that's the number one difference our parents are very much more old school mm-hmm. and we are really adapting we're getting more assimilated to uh, to the society so here in Quebec you know I, I, I at one point I was I feel like I was more and more like a Quebecer than a Vietnamese yeah. and then I think um, I kind of re-identified myself and my Vietnamese roots upon joining v- uh, the Vietnamese Student Association um, in terms of third generation I'm not. I, I'm not sure what it's gonna, how it's gonna go down. It, I think, I, get, I I'm expecting it to be a bit like us. But the thing is, do you see yourself speaking Vietnamese with your husband if you have a Vietnamese husband and your children? That's the hard part because yeah. right now, after the second generation, we have a lot of um, like uh, people getting together that are not from one culture, really, right? Like I might not might not get a Vietnamese um, spouse basically so but i still i would still want to like my i will still want my kids to learn vietnamese so i don't know how it would happen imagine if my um spouse spoke another language as well like on top of here we have to learn french english and if i want my kids to learn vietnamese plus whatever language my spouse would speak that's a lot and i don't know yeah it would be amazing if our kids could be would be able to do that but we will see if that's gonna happen. Yeah, we'll see. So I, I guess if, if even I guess my point is if our par- parents were very very uh, rooted into their Vietnamese culture, yet a lot of our generation, the second generations, couldn't speak Vietnamese. Yeah. What's gonna happen to the next generations to come? So I think that's one 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 thing I'm curious. I'm wondering, you know. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I would want my kids to speak Vietnamese, but I think I would need to improve on my Vietnamese That's it, cause myself <laughs> before, you know. Yeah, because my my Vietnamese is so limited. It's not that bad. Like I think I think I'm I'm, I'm better than I credit myself for, but I, it's definitely not enough to teach my children. So I yeah. think we're gonna have to step up our Vietnamese game to teach our children. You know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and something you 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 mentioned like earlier, you said. Um, you identified more like as a Quebecer than a Vietnamese. That's so, that's kind of true. Like whenever, when I was younger, if someone asked me where am I, where I'm from, I would, I would just say Canada or Quebec, like yeah, instantly. Same. Like I would be, go on the defensive because like I would be so afraid of being like alienated or being different mm-hmm. that I would just be like, I'm Canadian. Yeah. And then people w- would have to rephrase and be like, um, where are your parents from? You yeah. know? Yeah. But like now, I think if someone would ask me, oh, where are you from? I would just say, I'm from Vietnam or my parents are re- originated from Vietnam. Yeah. Instead of going straight to the defensive and saying, I'm Canadian, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. And I used to see the same thing. Oh, I'm from Quebec. I'm from Canada. I'm Can- Canadian. And I would just stop it there. But now I, I actually stop and ask originally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Vietnam, right? Yeah. Because that's what, that's what they're really asking for, you know? Yeah. But I was born here. Yeah. Uh, I but, feel like because yeah. when, when we were younger, we were very... 
we didn't we were so not proud of our vietnamese culture that we didn't want to mention it that's why yeah yeah, yeah I, I guess what was gonna say oh yeah so i did such a young age so my name um i call myself david right it's, mm-hmm. it's a nickname but my actual name is hong ting okay so i never used it and also my parents as soon as i was born they decided to call me david so it's not even my legal name it's just a name oh it's not your legal name no, it's not my legal name so it was just so that it would be easier for people here to call me so i, I guess I, i was always identified with david the quebecer david the canadian <laughs> then ting the vietnam you know wait on your papers is it written no it's, it's, it's not Hong david yeah, oh no, that's it okay See, so uh, yeah so i know a lot of us it's actually like we have a canadian name whatever in our uh, as part of our legal name but for many of us too we don't have it so 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 yeah so that, that you just made me realize that maybe <laughs> it was it, it started at such, at such a young age this um i guess this separation between the vietnamese identity and the canadian slash north american identity mm-hmm. so you just made me think of that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay and um so also we could talk about differences between um for example people who immigrated from vietnam a long time ago yeah. are are immigrating now like permanently for i don't know whatever reason to um have a better life here or have a future that more i don't know have mm-hmm. more opportunities yeah. here um versus um international students so basically people who come here only to study well their initial initial goal is to come and study here yeah. um so i don't know if you are very exposed to the differences between those things i'm not too much but i because i guess in when i in my time in MVSA, mm-hmm. we didn't have that many Vietnamese international students, but during your time, I think that's when you guys started recruiting more and more uh, exactly. students, right? Exactly. So I, before MVSA, I was not really exposed to international students from Vietnam. Like, I didn't know what they, like, they, they were like, um, what kind of culture they like, or, and all that. But the main difference I found between those two is that international students... Um, when they come here, they already know English because over there they go to school in English or international schools yeah. and where they, they're taught English. Whereas sometimes um, people who immigrate here um, more like from a long time ago, when they came here, they didn't know English at all. So it was probably more hard for them to adapt to the culture, the North American yeah. culture, than international students. Yeah. So I think that's one of the main differences. Um, and they probably sh- the people who immigrated here a long time ago they probably struggled a lot more yeah they didn't know the language they didn't exactly. have a network exactly uh, yeah. and even now like I feel like some parents still don't know English or French and they rely a lot of, on their kids to be able to help them and I don't know like filling out documents and yeah. stuff like that oh that was the story of my life yeah <laughs> like growing up Asian, well, I, I, I guess Asian here because it's, it's not just being Vietnamese. Yeah. But growing up Asian, I think you're not just a kid. You're a translator. You're a babysitter. <laughs> yeah. You do groceries. You do the laundry. You do the dishes at a very young age. And uh, it's you just made me th- think of that. There's so much more responsibilities involved. But yes, continue. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. for me, it was different because my, my, my mom came here when she was pretty young. So she knows French and English very well. My dad knows English very well as well. Um, so... I think I was well off. You're exempted. <laughs> yeah, I was more well off. Um, international students, when they come here, I feel like it's more very um, as well 
it's for fun because when you study abroad it's for fun mainly right and you know explores another place in the world which is great and to be able to do that you need to be a certain level more well off Mm -hmm. right so whereas people who come here to find a better life it's sometimes um it's more hard work than just having fun yeah. Time. yeah yeah i think um again this is just our observations and our opinions but i'm not this is not necessarily targeted at emmy's international students rather international students as a whole i think when yeah. i went to mcgill that's when i was exposed to international students and i was shocked and i think the first thing i thought is well i am poor <laughs> <laughs> i am poor in comparison to, to these yeah. people like i feel like we we've always been very it's all been about coupons, everything's on discount, very, very scrutinizing our expenses. And yet you start hanging out with people who are just uh, swiping credit cards like nothing, you know. <laughs> but so it was very, it was a shock. And I think, I think for sure, as you said, for, for one to be able to travel abroad to study, they must have the means to do so and they must exactly. be uh, more well off. So I think that was one of the differences uh, in terms of people were living here permanently and Mm-hmm. Uh, people were coming here to study i think and uh, that's when i that's, that's definitely something i noticed yeah. yeah and i also feel like um international students they actually also bring a good thing to the vietnamese community mm-hmm. here in montreal because they are bringing back firstly like the language yeah well while i was in Viet- um, mvsa they spoke vietnamese together a lot but before we had international students join MVSA, nobody spoke Vietnamese. We only spoke French and English, I, exactly. I guess. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a good thing. You're bringing back the language, you're bringing back the culture, you're bringing back knowledge yeah. that we as people who were born here wouldn't have, yeah. right? Like after international students joined MVSA, I feel like we really upped our culture game a lot because we, their knowledge about the Vietnamese culture is so much more. Yeah. Like as someone who was born here, who wasn't really exposed to the culture very much, we don't. I didn't know, like much about the. There's Vietnamese so many culture. things where we don't, yeah. we're not aware of. Right? Exactly. So, them bringing a fresh, like knowledge to Montreal is also great. I think it's definitely a plus, and we can learn from each other, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and and our, ourselves having been unexposed to Vietnamese culture at an early age, we're still discovering. It's, it's still it's a journey where we're still mm-hmm. discovering what's out there uh, in terms of our culture and we're just trying to promote it but honestly international students they know it better than we do <laughs> yeah, if anything right yeah exactly yeah they're rocking their eyes for sure <laughs> <laughs> right uh, um and so how can we stay in touch with our culture and be proud of it i, th- I think definitely you know join dyb I think, <laughs> I think that's one way of getting in touch with your culture if yes. you're curious <laughs> as to what's out there join us you know we're 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 discovering we're trying to promote it and it's a journey it's a it's a it's 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 a lot of fun and but it but to to really answer your question i think to be more in touch with our culture is definitely to uh, start doing research to look up what's out there mm-hmm. and just to take the initiative of of maybe joining an association not necessarily vyb although you're very welcome <laughs> but um any other that really um is, is aligned with your uh, areas of interest yeah so i think that's one way of kind of learning about your culture uh, learning about yourself, mm-hmm. developing yourself, and being proud of uh, of the outcome. Yeah. yeah, and that not only um, pertains to Vietnamese culture, any other culture as well. Um, when you're surrounding yourself with other people, 
um, who know a lot about the culture, then you'll be very more interested in staying in touch with it. Yeah, and I think it's definitely intimidating. Uh, at least I felt intimidated before joining MVSA. I was, I was just really wondering, is that what I want to do? I'm not sure. Like, what it, is it like going to be? Like a cult uh, mm-hmm. type of thing, you know. So and then it ended up really super an amazing experience, and I think I I, I would never go back. And and this is also why we're here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely proud of what uh, of the changes we've made mm-hmm. um, at school and so far with UI being here. I think we're gonna make an impact, and um, I think uh, uh, hopefully we can start a movement. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm definitely proud of it. All right. Yeah. So I think that wraps up our podcast, our first episode of our podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to us. And you can search up us up on uh, Facebook at Viet Youth Board. And if ever you're interested in basically being a part of this podcast, come on and talk about your experience, about whatever you'd like, or about joining our group, you can message us there. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Veronica. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>